Hi, welcome to the Drama Free Living Podcast. It's Dennis and Lisa McEntee. And Lisa, we're kind of continuing the conversation about like developing teams. And mm-hmm. we've got this concept and this framework we call, we're calling the four C's of teamwork. Yeah. And so this first one, and if you didn't have, if you haven't listened to like the previous episode, go back, listen to it. It kind of gives you a great framework to sort of get the foundation, but we're going to take the next four weeks and really dive into each one separately and just do some deep dives and, you know, kind of give some thoughts and probably give away some tools and it, we're just going to have a good time with it. Yeah. And it's so important to have healthy teams, to build healthy teams, to, well, what was it? Um... Oh, shoot. You said it last podcast about right. going faster. Right. Like, so if you want to go fast. Right. Right. And most founders, like, they like to go fast. Most most senior leaders that I've met, they like to go fast. Right. But if you want to go really, really far, you got to build a team. Right. And that that requires some other skills. Yeah. Right? And it's almost like many times it's like, here's what we discovered with managers and different people is that you can be a superstar, but many times a superstar is not a great coach. And this is sometimes where even as – true. It that's really is. Really true. Right? It's like, it's if like, you look at all of the different superstars, super athletes, whatever. Yeah. It's like if I have a basketball team, it's like – and I'm on the court. I want Michael Jordan with me on the court, right? But I, I want a guy like Pat Riley sitting on the bench. I don't want him on the court with me. And it really becomes two different skill sets. And the challenge sometimes is that we see people that are superstars and we think, well, man, they're just a superstar. So we're going to make them a manager. Right. And it is a completely different skill set. In fact, we're we're working with an organization right now. I just sat down with a senior leader mm-hmm. and he's going to have to take his CFO and just put him in another role because this particular CFO is not a team, but he's a superstar. He is amazing with an, analyzing and building budgets, but he's not he just doesn't have a desire to build a team. Right. Under him. So what's interesting is when our kids were young, I don't know if you remember this, when, so when our kids were young, we lived in uh, Germany, we lived in Poland, and I wanted our kids to learn how to swim. Yep. And so a friend of mine, she was, um, she was like an amazing swimmer and she lived in Zurich. Yep. They lived in Zurich and we were visiting them and I was asking her about how do I find someone to teach our kids to swim? And she said, she told me, she said, don't look for someone that's a great swimmer. Okay. Now that kind of goes against the grain a little bit, right? It's like, I thought, wait wait a minute, minute. don't look for someone. Because if you're a great swimmer, you obviously know how to swim. You know the different strokes and the techniques. She said, look for someone that's a great teacher that knows how to swim. Because it's really a different skill set. Swimming and teaching, those are two different skill sets. Absolutely. And I thought, wow, that is something I would have I would have looked for someone that was a great swimmer that was willing to teach my kids, not for someone that was a great teacher that knew how to swim. Yeah. And we, we talked last podcast episode about this way to have uniqueness. Yeah. Right. And, and part, of the, part of the way to like sort of determine uniqueness and call out uniqueness is you have to build this foundation of care. Absolutely. And for that, appreciation is super, super important. Right. And so talk a little bit about appreciation because mm-hmm. you had some really good things that, that we've talked about just the other day. Yeah. Okay. So according to Gallup, employees are five times more likely to be connected to company culture and four times more likely to be engaged when they feel appreciated. And then there's a recent um, finding from the Department of Labor that said the number one peop- the number one reason people leave their jobs is because they don't feel appreciated. People want to feel appreciated. They want to feel respected. They want to feel cared for. They want to feel loved. They want to feel secure. And um, 
the average person spends 90,000 hours in their lifetime at work. Well, and, so, and, and how many people spend those hours not feeling appreciated? Or cared for or loved? No wonder our homes are a mess. Right. And, and, and we know they're not giving their best, right? If yeah. I don't feel cared for, right, I'm not going to give my best. No. I'm going to do absolutely. things like quiet quitting. Why or, would I stay in an environment where I feel disrespected, uncared for, underutilized for 90,000 hours of my life. That's a lot of life. Well, and you know, the funny thing is that you, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you know, this works in marriages too, yeah. right? Because whatever you don't value and don't appreciate eventually will leave your yeah. life. And, and now here's, what's fascinating about that word appreciate it, Like appreciation is, a, I think is a very special word because if my money appreciates, it goes up in value. Mm -hmm. If my real estate appreciates it goes up in value. And when I appreciate people, guess what they do? They go up in value. They actually become more valuable. So actually appreciation mm -hmm. is a skill that you can use to make people more valuable to the organization. Right. And so in the absence of um, affirmation and in the absence of that celebration, team members underperform and mm. they lack motivation. They complain, they spread negative poison within the organization. Um, to, to the other team members, they also, their final act would be that they um, leave, and that's after they have inflicted all of the damage on the team because they were unappreciated or disrespected or undervalued. Yeah, and so the, the good news is is that there are things that you can do about it. Mm -hmm. As leaders, there are things that you can do about it. So let's kind of walk through some some different ideas, and I think we got a yeah. tool to give away that I think will be very helpful. So this first idea, Lisa, is TSP. TSP. Okay, so are like we cooking. Well, let's think about that for a minute, okay. right? If I'm in the kitchen and I say TSP. Or if I see the abbreviation TSP, what does that stand for? Teaspoon. Teaspoon, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you know, you know, a teaspoon, uh, you know, you and I are just talking right now. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see my fingers, but it's very small. Fingers are about the size of a teaspoon. Yeah, fingers are about the size, right? So here's, the, here's sort of the framework that we want you to think about is it, it's not a cup. It's not a pint. It's not a gallon. It, it's not a gallon. It's not a dump truck. It is something really small. And here's what it stands for. TSP stands for Truthful Specific and positive. Mm -hmm. And part of the way to really help people sort of feel appreciated is call out the truthful, specific, and positive. Right. Like, hey, Lisa, you did a really great job telling that story. I love that. Thank you. Right. Now, now listen, it wasn't like, you know, how many, it wasn't like 10 minutes of a like affirmation, right? It was just something short and sweet. It was a teaspoon. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, when you think about this word feedback, and we talked last podcast episode sometimes about, oh, I don't want to hear the truth. But if feedback is really correct, mm -hmm. think about this, feedback, right. which means it should actually feed you. It's hmm. not just all about the negative. That's really good. Right? It, it, it kind I've of, never heard that before. Is no. that, did you come up with that? You know, I, I come up with smart stuff sometimes. Wow. Every I, once in a while it happens. I, am, I like that. Yeah. Well, and it's almost this idea of like feedback should also nourish you. Yeah. Right. It should mm -hmm. actually feed you. Mm -hmm. and, and so this whole idea of TSP is really a way to give feedback so that people feel nourished. Now, in our in our workshops and we'll just kind of give everybody in the podcast sort of a, a look inside of some of the workshops is we teach people these word stems mm -hmm. simply. And, and you make the word stem your own, almost like, you know, a stem and then it's got this rose on it. And so a stem would be, hey, what I like, what I appreciate, what's great about you, what I value. 
right? And make it your own, mm-hmm. right? You know, I, I like to say like, hey, what's great about you? That just is my language. Or hey, you know what I appreciate about you? Maybe that doesn't fit for you. I do. Just, I typically say I really appreciate. Yeah. That's so, kind of my language. Yeah, right. And so you make it your own so it's not contrived. And then you just call out the truthful, specific, and positive. So it's got to be truthful, right? It can't be sort of this, you know, vague lie. And, and it's the best when it's specific, Right, because I know even with you, because I'm a words of affirmation person, right? I just say, "Hey, Lisa, great job," and you're like, "What? For what? For what? For what? Well, right. thanks." <laughs> right, right. But if I say, "Hey, this particular thing," hey, do you know how you like never, you know, missed a detail in this particular document? That was so great. I can't do that. Right. So truthful, specific, and positive. And what you've just done is you just build a bridge. You've just built a bridge with people. And one way to kind of do this whole TSP is I always look for people's uniqueness, mm-hmm. right? It's like, hey, what's unique about that person? And then just call it out. Kind of what's their superpower? Or yeah. What's their special, special skill set? Right. And, and I've just – now, uh, this is a little bit – like I, I've actually seen – it's a way to read people. And, mm-hmm. you know, people do use it to manipulate other people. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm I'm in suspense here. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, because because they grab a hold of their hearts to try to sell them something they don't oh, need. Right. Right. Because I've I've actually been you know with clients or people, and I just TSP them. I'm like, hey, you know what? I really appreciate it is you know how you're always like following through on every single thing with your team, and like I actually had like a leader, a female leader, start to well up and cry hmm. a little bit. I was like, whoa, whoa, I didn't. It, do you know? But it's like it touched her heart so much. And so it is actually because we have a lack lack of affirmation. Yeah, we, there's absolutely. A, there's a void in a vacuum. Yeah, and it's like if you can if you can fill it with the right motive, you can take people anywhere. And you know, the, so in our previous episode, we just talked about the '90s and the nostalgia of the '90s. And I still cannot believe that you don't remember Rainbow. You know, Fish. can we just move on, please? No, just, come no, on. No, no, no. I am I am going to order it, and it's going to be at your door tomorrow, so you can read at my Rainbow door, Fish. not your door. No, your door, because I've already read it. Okay, fair enough. Okay, our door. Anyway, but Moving I remember back in the nineties, it was it was our first one of our first jobs, and a, the big thing was the affirmation sandwich. Do you oh, remember oh my that? Gosh. Yep. Yeah. It, I had never heard it before, and I thought, what well, is this? Well, I, well, well, they call it a different name, and we really don't want to use that name. Right. It's, I actually used that name one time and got reprimanded by a senior leader. I so don't I don't even know what name you don't tell me. Don't but. yeah, it's it's not good. Right. It's like something positive, right? And the negative feedback and then something positive. Right. Right. And, and the challenge with that little, if you are always doing that, you bring people in and you start to tell them something positive in the back of their mind, guess what people are thinking? It's where's, when's the next shoe going to drop? When's yeah. Okay. The next, so what's he going to tell me? Right. And then the thing about it is, is when you say the affirmation at the back end, nobody remembers it. They're like, oh Yeah. Yeah. It, but but think about this. If you TSP, 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 then when you need to give constructive feedback, you can just say it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do an affirmation, constructive, and then an affirmation on the back end. It's like because they already know they're connected. They already know they're a valuable member of the team. They already know their job is secure because you've TSP, TSP. But it's like you just got to you just got to communicate this very quickly. And the challenge with sort of that affirmation sandwich is, man, it takes a long time to do it. It could be a 30-minute conversation. Right. And so this is actually, TSP is actually a way to save time, make relationships. I know you hate this word, more efficient. No, efficiency is great as long as you don't leave the people behind. Fair enough. And steamroll them. 
Oh, come on. I never do that. So along with with being able to feel care and yeah. being able to give this TSP right. is being understanding how each person works okay, and this understanding what's really what what they're made up of, what what is um, what they value. And you uh, referred to it earlier in how you're a words of affirmation person. Right. And I'm not a words of affirmation person. So it's the love languages. And Dr. Chapman, he put the book out. I think it was in 94. It was in the early 90s. Yeah. And it was um, the five love languages of people and the different approaches and how they feel valued. Okay. So so, so talk about this for a minute real quick, okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm leading a team. You know, but I don't want them to feel like I love them. Come on. It's like I just – I want my wife to feel like I love her, but do I want my team to feel like love them? Well, no. Your team it's, needs to know that they're valued okay. and that they're cared for and that they're appreciated. And they did – Dr. Chapman later put out a book about the five love languages in the workplace, and now you can find multiple books about it. Yeah, love it. But essentially being able to – if I um, – so my love language is – um, mostly physical touch. And so if you tell me all the time, oh, you're so great, you did that so great, that was wonderful. To me, it's like blah, 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 blah. I don't hear it. It doesn't, it doesn't make me feel special. But if you come and you put your hand on my shoulder, I mean, and then tell me how great I am, right, I will totally right, yeah. hear it. Or for you, if I... Um, if I bring you coffee in the morning or I pick your socks up off the floor or oh, yes, please. <laughs> or all the different things. Maybe I start the car for you when it's icy out. Oh my gosh, you're um, awesome. You're you're gonna like it, but you're not necessarily yeah. gonna feel loved unless I tell you, man, you are incredible. You are the best speaker in the whole entire world. And I can say these things, and to me they sound really just way out there, highfalutin praise and empty, but to you, you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah, well, that's when it's, me. When it's almost like each of these languages, it's like certain languages energize you and other languages de-energize you. Or they just don't do anything yeah. for you. Yeah. And so the different love languages, we'll just go over them. Okay. They are words of affirmation, gifts, quality time, acts of service, and physical touch. Okay. Okay. So the love languages in the workplace, uh, words of affirmation. These are like shout outs. These yep. are, okay, you are Mr. Words of Affirmation guy. Go ahead. To explain hey, words that, of words of affirmation. Hey, that was a great job. I love that about you. Hey, what I what I what's great about you, right? It's like any of these kind of shout outs. And, and the funny thing about words of affirmation, they can be really general. Yeah, if especially if you're a words of affirmation person. Yeah. And the the thing is, is with the love languages, it takes a little bit. First, you have to be familiar with the love languages, and then you have to not only be self-aware, but you have to be others-aware. You just, you watch people, you listen to people, you watch their reactions, yeah. you see what is it that makes them kind of puff up and smile, and what makes them maybe fe- look a little dejected. Well, and Lisa, that's really feedback, mm-hmm. right? It's like I take an action and, and I get a result. Or I get an outcome or I get a behavior and that behavior back to me is really feedback for me. And I think what this is a key skill for leaders, you know, is really to be aware of what you're getting from your team, mm-hmm. right? Because the worst thing, here's the worst thing. And I've seen this with a lot of leaders is I know a lot of leaders that they really do care, right? They're, they're good people. They really care. But the challenge is they don't know how to show care. Right. And it's really a skill. And their, their team thinks they don't care. When I, when I talk to their team, they're like, they tell me all these stories about the leader. And I'm like, 
no, she really does care or he really does care. And and we talked about that. I mean, yeah. why appreciation is important. Be- People leave their jobs because they do not feel appreciated. They don't feel valued. They So if we don't want people to lose leave their jobs, and if we don't want people to spend 90,000 hours of their life feeling dejected and rejected, we need to understand how do we make people feel appreciated? How do we show them that they, 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 they matter? Well, and, is, and this is really about getting the things that you can't buy, right? Yes. So, so if you're a team member and I'm paying your salary, you're here 8 to 5 or 9 to 6 or whatever those hours are, but – I can buy your time, but I can't buy your creativity, your ingenuity. I can't buy your passion, your energy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like those are the things that you can't buy that leaders have to earn. Yeah. And the fastest way to do that is really help people feel like you really care. Mm-hmm. And so just some key phrases that, yep. that people can use for if you discover – and you can use this at you can use this at home. You can use this with your kids. You can use this with your kids' teachers. You can use this in the grocery store oh with whoever is being in able to dis- – Discover in the grocery store with the cashier. I mean, uh, cashiers are people too. They are. They are. I don't so always. But, uh, that's no, a different okay, story. We're, we're not, not even we going there. Not going there. We are not going there. Okay. We are not going there. Yeah. But key phrases: if you think that someone might be a words of affirmation person, or you're just going to try to show somebody some appreciation, are um, I appreciate how you, or thank yeah. you, thanks to your work, we. Blank. We're able to close that deal. Or you excel at talking to our clients in a way that make them feel welcome, and that really helps me be able to serve our clients better. Those are just some key phrases that you can use for words of Thank affirmation. Thank you. I feel really good. Do you feel? I know. Yeah, I figured you'd I'm, like, really. I'm, I'm all in. Man, let's go. <laughs> okay. And then the second one yeah. is gifts. Now, gifts, that's also fairly easy in the workplace because now about 6% of people are gifts. They identify gifts as their primary love language. And if you've never heard of love languages before, typically you have one love language that's your um, top one and then maybe a second one that your love language is also high up there. It's kind of your – the companion to it. Got it. And then the other three fall in, however. Right. But – you have to be able to speak all five love languages because we are humans and we need all of them. Well, and it's we this just Id- need them in different yeah, levels. Yeah, it's this idea that you lead people according to how they like to be led. Yeah. Right? And the best leaders are really the best students of their teams. Right. So with gifts, um, things like bonuses, birthday cards, That's what I'm talking about, Santas, bonus. Gift certificates. Uh, key, the keys to gifts. Okay, this is pretty important. Okay. The keys to gift is to choose a gift that someone that they'll truly value. Don't just buy them a gift because oh they're a gift person or oh it's about time I show appreciation by a gift. So I'm going to buy Try. them something that I like or that that would benefit or that would I would enjoy. Exactly. Don't buy them something you would enjoy or don't give them something you would enjoy. Look at them and figure so, out. So, so don't buy the team golf clubs this year. Um, nobody gets golf clubs. I don't think we have any golfers on our team. Right. So. That's why nobody gets golf clubs. Yeah. Not right. even you. Hmm. Hmm. Um, now, if the team communi- loves me, they'd buy me golf clubs. I feel very appreciated. Okay. And then okay, communicate yeah. the meaning right. behind the gift. So you don't just mm. – I don't just give you a box of golf tees. I, say, <laughs> I give you a box of golf tees and say – Golf clubs. No, we're going to do tees. Okay, tees. Much less right. – ex- much, right. much – 
I can those I can buy multiple teas throughout the year. Oh, so think of how many gifts those are, rather oh than gosh. one club. I mean, I mean that, come on, let's, yeah, that, that I but, would really but feel. But you communicate, for. say, okay, yeah. you know, here's um, here's a box of teas, right. and I just really appreciate you. Here's how you have represented us well in front of our clients, and you know, go take. Take these teas, go golf and <laughs> enjoy yourself teas. and have a Just good time. Take, take these teas. <laughs> take your teas. I love it. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But perfect. but some different power phrases for um I was gonna say for golfing, some different <laughs> power phrases for gifts is I saw this and yeah. I thought of you. So I was in Walmart and there were golf tees there. I said, <laughs> I saw the golf tees and I thought of you. Oh, this is and it, then, this is definitely going like this is going viral or, right here. Or this yeah. these these golf tees <laughs> are because you did an amazing job. Thank you for my golf tees. No, <laughs> <laughs> so then the next one is quality time. And that's spending time with a colleague and it doesn't have to be face to face because a lot of us are virtual. It could be it could be Zoom, but it's just five minutes of of having time together and allowing us to connect. Yep. And things like regular one on ones, they could go to lunch, or it could it could even be a collaborative workspace where okay, we're all going to be together and we're going to work on our stuff, but we're going to work on our stuff together. Right. And then we have acts of service. Yeah. One out of five employees. Mm. Um. Access services, their primary one. I love it. I love and it. And so, so that's just, but the thing with access services, ask before you just do it. You know, make sure mm-hmm. that it's something that they would want done. Um, but there's things like ordering lunch for the team or pitching in without it being required. It could be things, um, and you could say things like, well, hey, what would be the biggest way I could help you right now? Or I've got some time and I'd love to help. And Perfect. that's that's acts of that's um, acts of service, and then the last one is physical touch. Now this one okay, is okay. So how does this work? Okay, this one is a little bit touchier. Now it depends on the culture that you're in. So right. um, there are different areas of the country, different areas, uh, different areas of Canada, different countries that physical touch is more common. Now when we lived over in Europe, the the kiss each cheek thing that was very normal. Yeah, that's physical touch, and you can actually do that not with your family. Um, don't do it in. Um, Greenville, South Carolina. It won't <laughs> right. work very well. But it right. could be things like fist bumps. Mm. It could be shoulder pats. It could be high fives. Okay. Um, it could be sensory-friendly gifts. Fascinating. Um, okay. it, it could even be gift certificates for things that are sensory, like massages or facials. Okay. That's also a way to express physical touch. But you do things, um, you you do things like I really. You also use your words, words of affirmation. I really appreciate how you kind of you, combine them together. Mm-hmm, you combine them together, but you have to do. You have to speak all five love languages. That is to be able to show love and care to your entire team. As a leader, learn to speak all the languages. Right, and kind of lead people according to how they like to be led. Right, that really is the key. And, then, and Lisa, the last thing that we want to kind of talk about and show and care. We and we've actually got a free giveaway, and it's yeah. this whole idea. We have a we have a GPS framework. Right. And when you think about a GPS, like everybody's, you know, I put the address into my GPS in the car and it tells me where to go. As long as you put the right one in. It, it sometimes put the wrong one in, but <laughs> that's a different podcast. Okay. But think about everybody's life, right? They have goals, they have passions, and they have struggles. Right. Right. And, and I think the key is, is that to realize like, hey, 
your team has other goals too. Because sometimes as a leader, it's like, it's all about the organization and we're going to do this. And we're gonna, but I, I always have to step back and go, you know, you know, my team, I have team members that, you know, I think they want to buy a house, mm-hmm. right? Or they want to buy a new car or- They want to you know, take their kids somewhere special. Right, they want to take their kids somewhere special. It's like they have other goals. And when we can help their goals intersect with our goals, motivation is not a problem. Yeah. So what this is, and we'll put, we'll put the, uh, the, notes, the, uh, the link to this uh, free tool, mm-hmm. but it really is a framework that'll help you understand what are people's goals, what are people's struggles, what are people's passions, their own GPS, and then help them along the way. Because if I know that you are there to help me, that you are, my personal success is on your mind, I'm yeah. like, wow. He actually knows me. He cares for me. What happens to me? What happens to my kids makes it is it makes a difference. And, I mean, and, you you care about that. Yeah, and it's almost like you know, if you go after the heart, the hands come with it. Mm-hmm. But if you're always just going after the hands, you don't necessarily get the heart. So how do you do the GPS? Well, so you want to put people in the future. You want to say you want to go. Hey, you know, look look out over the next year. Right. Right. So over the next year and kind of get them future focused. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you just ask, hey, what are some things that you want to do or what are some outcomes? Right. Right. What what are you could use goals. Mm -hmm. Right. And then a way to kind of find passions is like, well, why? Well, tell me why these things are important to you. Mm -hmm. Right. And then they're going to tell you these passions. Well, and sometimes people don't even know. They know what they want, but they don't know why they want it. Yeah. And and helping someone figure out what they actually want and why they want it is pretty powerful. I mean, that helps people increase in their self-awareness. Right. And then for struggles, you can ask them, hey, well, what are some of the obstacles that are standing in your way? Right. What are some of the uncertainties Mm -hmm. that you have? And it is this whole framework. And, and what we're t- what we're telling people is don't go out and be a life coach. Don't be a beast therapist. But when you find the GPS, just be an assist. Yeah. Right. How do you how do you well, assist so, uh, someone? Uh, well, so if they like golfing, Lisa, you buy them golf tees. <laughs> right. So, huh. Golf tees. Golf tees. Right. That's you know, what but, you're getting from yeah, Father's Day. I, I got that. Right. But but no, it's like if it's budgeting. Right. So hey, maybe there's a book. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have tr- struggles with money, right? It's like, well, here's a book. Here's a podcast. I, the Drama Free Living podcast Ooh, could be an assist. That's a good one. It's my favorite podcast, right? So, uh, Lisa, what, what's kind of your big takeaway? We kind of went through, you know, I, I think really three great tools to really show care. We went through TSB, Five Love Language, GPS. What, what, what's kind of your big takeaway um, from today? That maybe I shouldn't get you golf tees <laughs> may, because gifts is not your love language. But yeah. I could tell you all Golf day long. <laughs> I could tell you all day long. Yeah. You are the best. You are so amazing. And you would think that you were just hung the moon. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's this, it's this idea that feedback should feed people. I love right? that idea. Fe- feedback should nourish people. Because so, so we so often have just this negative perspective of feedback. This When I hear the word feedback, it is not a positive word for me. Feedback is, okay, just go ahead and pull the whip out because I'm yeah. going to get whipped. And so many people have that word picture. So, mm-hmm. so sort of like thinking, hey, what can you do to nourish your team? Mm-hmm. Right? What are some things that you can do to feed your team? Yeah. So this has been great. We've talked about care. We're going to jump into the second C, and it's going to be a little controversial. So we, we want you to kind of put your seatbelts on, and uh, next week will be really fun. I think it's not that controversial. All right. Well, we'll see. Because we're going to make it nice. W- when You're going to make it controversial. I'll make it nice. Right. I'm going to make it very like, you know, you know, I don't know, like a, like a fight. Right. And you're going to kind of like have the peace. <laughs> and then I'm going to soothe it over. Right. Absolutely. So listen, um, 
if you've listened to this podcast, you find great value, a great way to kind of share it with people is simply just like press share on your listening device there and um, just share it with friends. And, and uh, get the, um, the uh, GPS framework. Uh, we'll have a link for it in the show notes yep. and you can download that, utilize it. First of all, you can figure out what your personal GPS is, but you can use it with your team. Um, you can use it with your family. Really, you can use it with anybody that you just want to develop a little bit more of a connection with or that you want to help them along the way. Yeah. And when you help people, they're going to help you. I mean, if I can make your life better and and someone else's life better, I mean, if we all go around and pay it forward and do things like that, I mean, what a better world we would have. Absolutely. So listen, it's been fun, Lisa. Um, we'll see you next time on the Drama Free Living Podcast. 